Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. I'm one of your hosts, Erica. And I'm your other host, Rachel. We're just two women with rheumatoid arthritis who are sharing our personal experiences managing this disease holistically. And we are both wellness coaches, so we are super passionate about empowering you to live your happiest and healthiest life. Okay, I'm ready. We're back. We're ready to get back into the swing of things. Uh, and we're so excited to share with you guys that we like, I mean, you already heard part of the revamp, the new mm-hmm. intro and the new supporter yes. thing. And then we put a new outro. So you'll hear that at the end of this episode. And we are just like super proud of ourselves because we did it all ourselves. <laughs> yes. And like, guys, this is a learning process for us. So obviously we're like a little bit cringing at the <laughs> other <laughs> intro and outro that we had, but we didn't know. So sorry if it's been, you know, long intros for you guys. Uh, We definitely wanted to cut the time down and just make it more like straight to the point because we know listeners usually have like a short attention span, including myself. (laughs) So that is very key. So we hope you guys are enjoying that. Um, But we got some updates in our lives right now. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. And I think that we've finally just in general gotten so comfortable in podcasting and like talking to you that Mm -hmm. we want to start sharing more of that, like not only our experience with RA, however, like some of those updates do have to do with RA, but just like life in general. And also I think that recording a new intro and outro has just given us a new life because like Erica said, I like cringe anytime Uh, someone's like, oh, I just started listening to like episode one. I'm like, oh God. Like start from episode 15, please. <laughs> yeah, so we're excited. Uh, so, what do you got going on, Rachel? Let's let's start with you. Okay, so I mean, there has been so much going on in the last few weeks. So, first of all, I did. I know a lot of people are really interested and curious about this. I did end up getting my first dose of the COVID vaccine um, mm-hmm. about a week and a half ago. And the first day that I got it, my arm was like maybe a little bit sore that night, but not really bad at all. Like I could tell that I got a shot is all. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I was fine. Like, um, I thought maybe I could be a little tired, but I also had kind of a long weekend. So I was like, I'm probably just recuperating from that. Can't, couldn't really tell. It wasn't like extreme. Mm -hmm. But then like Tuesday through Friday, I was really flared up. Like Mm. my entire body was hurting. I was super exhausted. Um, in addition to like other stress that I had going on. So like there was some like family health issues going on. Um, so I mean, good vibes to my family that had stuff, but, um, yeah. So, and then I was also, I guess I'll just say it. Um, Mm -hmm. I was going through like a really, really messed up hard breakup. Um, Mm -hmm. I had been seeing someone for six months and like all of a sudden things switched and I had to break up with the person and I've never like, I don't know. I've never been through something like that. And it was really tough for me. I was super depressed that entire time. And like, yeah, it was, it was just like a lot to go through for the past two and a half weeks. And so I've been dealing with that as well. So that definitely could have um, been part of the flare up too. Yeah. So that's, that's why it's hard to tell. And that really goes for any sort of flare up. It's like, you think that, you know, what's causing it a lot of times, once you are tuned into your body, but sometimes things like that happen where it's like, 
well, it could be the vaccine or it could be the fact that I'm going through an insane amount of stress with this like really, yeah. really messed up, painful heartbreak, yeah. as well as just in general, um, you know, I've been like switching up my workout routines and just all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I think that part of it definitely was the vaccine because there's no denying like that affects yeah. your immune system. Yeah. But now I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, I've been like in a little bit of a flare, but nothing crazy. And again, I can attribute that to, I had a couple glasses of wine a couple of nights ago. So that yeah. definitely caused it. Yeah. But overall, I mean, the biggest thing is just that I've been able to maintain a positive mindset through everything, even on those days when I was like yeah. so depressed that everyone by now knows me. They know my vibe. Like they know kind of who I am, what I do. And I, um, a lot of those days, that first week after I broke up with him, I like couldn't get out of bed. I had to like force myself to shower every day. Yeah. I wasn't waking up until like nine 30, which is so not like me. I wake up at like seven, usually earlier, but usually around seven, seven 30, I'll wake, my body will wake me up. Mm -hmm. And I was not like, I couldn't, I yeah. felt like I couldn't function. And I was doing like bare minimum for anything, but honestly, any of my clients that are listening to this, I have to shout all of you out because every single one of them was so supportive of me. Yeah. And also like just being on calls with them gave me life. Like yep. I yep. am myself when I'm with my client, yep. like it might take me a lot to like work myself up to like be able to get on the call, but yeah, it yep. feels so good to be able to be on with them and feel myself again and like be yep. in my element. So I yep. appreciate every single one of my clients that have kind of hung in, hung in there with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to really quickly just to uh, kind of have a little backdrop to the uh, vaccine. Mm -hmm. So I had an appointment with my naturopathic doctor um, last week, and she was telling me because I was uh, recently coming out of a flare, which uh, I'll talk a little bit more in detail in a little bit. But she was telling me if you are already like going through a flare and you're not on um, an immunosuppressant drug, then you will have that flare because mm. she said a lot of her um, clients that weren't on any like, you know, methotrexate or anything like that, they were having a reaction to it, like a bad one. So I have a client actually who had just got, well, actually she got the vaccine at the end of April. And when I talked to her, it had been already like a couple weeks, I think at that point or somewhere in the end of April. And she said it caused her like a really bad flare, like the side mm. that she got the vaccine on, like she got it on her right side, I think, and her whole like wrist, her hands and her like neck, like flared up like really, wow. really bad. And so her doctor was like, yeah, this is definitely like the result of the vaccine. And so I think, you know, people are just having different responses. It's kind mm -hmm. of hard to say like, you know, how extreme that you're going to experience it. But my naturopathic doctor was like, I want you to hold off on getting the vaccine until your flare is you mm -hmm. know, under control because you don't need that to add an extra layer to it. So yeah. complicating. Mm -hmm. I posted in my support group that I run for my clients and asked like who had gotten it. Cause I knew a lot of my clients have gotten it and I wanted to kind of hear exactly what their, um, experience was. And actually the majority of my clients and some people on social media reached out to me saying that people with autoimmune disease saying that their first dose made more of a reaction in their body than the second dose. And that the second mm -hmm. dose, they didn't really have a reaction, which is interesting. So I'm hearing from a lot of quote unquote healthy people that the second one has been really knocking them out. 
So I get my second one, um, in about a week and Mm -hmm. we'll see, I don't know. Um, I'm definitely a little bit nervous, but at the end of the day, like it's already in my system. So I mean, it is all go all the way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like might as well get fully vaccinated. And the way that I look at it is like, God forbid I got COVID that would affect my system so much worse, especially with already having an autoimmune disease. And like, I would rather, you know, experience a little bit of a bad flare for now. And my chances of getting COVID way, 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 way less. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So to me, I just kind of weighed the options. And the thing is people ask Erica and I all the time, like, should I get it? Should I not? And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's totally up to you. You have to know your body. You have to weigh the benefits and you know what it could do. And also to me, it's kind of like, the way I look at it is a, I don't want to, I want to be able to like see my grandparents again and like travel. And Mm -hmm. also I think that it's better for everyone around you personally, Mm -hmm. but you know, everyone has to make their own decision. And if you don't get it at all, that's fine. Like that's your decision. And that's the great part about this. Um, just because I know that everyone's going to ask, I got the Pfizer, um, Mm, vaccine because I kind of did a lot of research about the three different ones available in the U S and that was the one that has the best trials and the most research behind. So that's the one that I personally chose and the the least amount of side effects from what I was hearing from other people. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not like, I'm not like anti-vax, but I'm also not like super pro-vax. I'm not like, here's Mm -hmm. my arm, like inject me like with this. Yeah. So like I'm somewhere in the middle. So I've, I've actually been kind of like contemplating this a lot for myself and it's it's kind of really stressful because it's like yeah I have a lot of things coming up first of all uh hello I'm coming to go visit Rachel in June okay oh my gosh that's like a whole other update yeah okay I don't know why I didn't think of like saying that off the bat (laughs) no I know like I forgot about this update but okay one I'm going to visit you in Oregon Mm -hmm. in uh the beginning of June so this is going to be the first flight that I'm getting on you know since the whole pandemic situation happening so I'm you know I'm going to visit you and then in August, I'm flying out to uh, Colorado for my friend's uh, bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And then in August, I'm going out of the country to Aruba for like almost two weeks. And so- and then Wait, I, have- I didn't know this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my husband's family, they uh, they like to go to the Caribbean area, different areas. Like we've been to Turkis and Caicos. We were supposed to go to Jamaica last year. Oh my with the, the whole pandemic happened. But anyways, they're taking us to Aruba. So like I'm going to be going out of the country, which is, you know, it feels, it feels like the longest time. Like usually my husband and I, I would say like at least once a year we've been doing it for the last like three or something years. So it's like we haven't Whoa. gone anywhere. And so I'm like, okay. I'm not even vaccinated and I have like all these freaking things, not to mention like two weddings. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of getting this like social anxiety right now because I'm like, wait a second, I don't have the vaccine. This is like, you know, my bubble has been pretty much very small since the whole COVID situation things happened. Like we have a few of our climber friends that we hang out with. And then we we've been going to the gym, you know, two to three times a week and going outdoors sometimes, but still our bubble is very small. And Mm -hmm. like we wear a mask and, you know, and, but this gets tricky when there's like drinking involved and Mm -hmm. like, you know, people get let loose and I'm just like, Okay. So my anxiety, I'm not going to lie guys, has been a like, I haven't experienced anxiety like this in a very long time. I mean, I used to live with 
a severe anxiety. And since I started like focusing on my health and my mindset, Mm -hmm. my anxiety like pretty much went away. But I would say over the last year, it's just been slowly kind of creeping back in. And that's something that I'm working through. And I don't know if like me getting the vaccine would help the anxiety or make my anxiety worse. So I'm like somewhere in between that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really tricky spot to be in. So I mean, just like I said, for anyone listening, you just really have to weigh the options. And I mean, do as much research as you need to, or like feel comfortable with. That's the biggest thing. I mean, with any decision of putting anything into your body, especially a vaccine. So we're not here to tell you to get it or not get it, but you just like, this is our experiences and, um, we're here to share. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll keep you guys up. Uh, updated when I decide, you know, when I'm going to take it. Like, like, I know I'm going to do it. I just don't know when yet. Like I'm Mm. not at the, the mindset right now of like, I want to take it right now because I'm doing some other things with my life and my health right now. So, Mm. uh, which we'll talk about in a bit, but yeah. Well, do you want to touch on that right now? Gosh, I'm like, ah. <laughs> like put you on the spot. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, well, but I feel no. like it kind of blends in with it. It does. It does blend in it. And I honestly feel like I just need to kind of get this off of my chest because I feel like, oh, like I'm, you know, holding this secret or something like that, mm. but it's totally not just the reason. No, why it's not I, a secret. It's yeah. like important for you to kind of like be comfortable with it first before talking about it. So yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. Okay. I'm like, how am I going to go approach <laughs> this? Um, okay guys. So as you know, and if you don't know, when I was diagnosed in 2016, I have not been on any medication for rheumatoid arthritis, uh, since being diagnosed because I've been doing it all with diet and lifestyle and one of the main reasons why I went on this holistic journey in the begin with was because I was scared of the medication and I wanted to be able to rock climb again. And so, you know, that's why I dedicated myself to my healing. And so recently, I would say over the last couple months, actually pretty much a little bit before I went to Red Rocks and this kind of flare started that I was kind of like, hey, like what's happening here? Um, so backstory, my naturopathic doctor had given me some probiotics that, uh, some new probiotics the last time I talked to her. And ever since I started taking those probiotics, it was causing, I guess, an immune reaction like in my gut. And so I didn't really, like, I had this intuitive feeling that the probiotics weren't really working with me, but I didn't really communicate that to her clearly. And so I continuously was taking this probiotic and every time I would take it, I felt like I had more joint pain. So it kind of just increased over the last couple months, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because I've been working with her on my gut health for over a year and I got drastically better. I mean, my CRP was normal. My ESR was normal. Like I was feeling good. That's how I've been able to start rock climbing again. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, recently over the last couple months, I felt like I was getting worse. And I, like I said, I had this intuitive feeling about the probiotic, but I just kind of was like, "Mm," like, you know, my naturopathic doctor knows best Mm -hmm. and like, I should continue to take this. Um, and so when I talked to her recently, uh, like a couple weeks ago, she was telling me that actually that my gut, my body was having some type of immune response to it just because the way it like I guess, I don't know, with the, you know, the bacteria in your stomach, with the probiotics she was giving me, my body wasn't agreeing with it. 
So it was actually putting me in a flare. Okay. So interesting. Yes. So interesting. So she had to switch me back to another probiotic. But in the meantime of this happening, before I got this confirmed through my naturopathic doctor, I had been working with at least two or three, no, I would say three clients that were debating on either starting medication or getting back on their medication. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're doing everything holistically. They're pretty much doing, you know, everything I'm doing. They're focusing on their mindset, their diet and all this stuff, but it just wasn't enough for them. And so I'm kind of like helping them work through this. And one of my clients was actually going to start this drug Plaquenil and which is kind of the, you know, the most common drug that you get put on initially it, you know, if you're not too severe, you know, then you would probably go on methotrexate. But I'm helping, you know, my clients make that, I'm not making that decision for them, but kind of helping them work through like what's important for them. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just kind of work through the fears and anxieties that they have towards it. And I don't know why, like literally, even though I was in this flare, it wasn't like I was like bed bound flare, right? It wasn't like how I was a year ago. I just was experiencing these hiccups, like with climbing where I'd feel really good And then it's like, I would be out for a week and I didn't feel good and my joints didn't feel good. And so as I'm working through this with my clients, I'm kind of also thinking about my own self and going, Hey, like, what if I tried something? I don't, at that point, didn't really know what it was going to be. I was like, what if I try something like the lowest possible medication just Mm -hmm. to see, because look, I've never tried it. So I don't, I can't speak on that to my clients, right? Like Mm -hmm. I can't because I've never been on any medicine. And so I was just thinking like, what would it be like if I just tried a medicine? And I would say that on a typical average day, I'm probably at anywhere from like 80 to maybe like 87%, sometimes 90%, like feeling pretty good, right? I always have, you know, at least 10% of my day that is, you know, affected by RA, right? Yeah, like there's it's just something, like, there's yeah. just something, mm-hmm. you know, it's not bad where I'm like, you know, can't go on with my day and my life is terrible and my inflammation's out of control. That's yeah. not true. That um, just like goes back to what we talk about sometimes of, I, I think it was like a very recent episode when we were saying, you know, there's not really a day that goes by that you're just like, yeah, yeah nothing hurts. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not stiff whatsoever. Like I yeah. wish, but yeah. it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, because we've talked about this before, like, you know, managing, you know, managing this without medication is a hundred percent a full-time job. It's very, mm-hmm. and you know, I, and I'm not saying this in a bad way because I'm still doing this. I'm not, I'll get, I'll get to that, but I'm just saying like, it's a lot of work and like little things can give you setbacks. And especially as a climber that involves so much physical, you know, strength mm-hmm. and it's a lot of, you know, it's stress on the body, it's, it's no matter yeah. how you look at it. Yeah. You can't deny that. So anyways, I'm working through this with my, you know, clients. And then I just come like, I don't know why I just kind of had this like, really weird, like, kind of surrendering to like, I don't even know if it's the word surrender, but I just felt kind of at peace with the idea 
of mm-hmm. possibly it was like an intuitive piece it yeah. sounds like and it wasn't like I wasn't in a fearful state I wasn't like oh my god my body doesn't feel good like I need to get on medicine ASAP mm-hmm. like it was not that at all it was more of a curiosity of like hey I've actually never tried this and like what if instead of being at 80 to 87%, I'm at like 95%, mm-hmm. you know, or like maybe a hundred percent, like, I don't know what that could possibly be. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to my rheumatologist and she originally had prescribed me sofasalazine, but because I had, and that a- was years ago, right? That was, yeah, that was years ago, but I've been in touch with my rheumatologist. I see her like twice a year. Mm-hmm. So she always still tries to say like, Hey, like <laughs> at least try sofasalazine. Um, but I had a client anyways, that made the decision to go on Plaquenil and over a month, she said her joints were feeling better and that she had zero side effects. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. And then Rachel, I was like, okay, I remember Rachel was on this Mm -hmm. for three years and she said she had minimal side effects, but you know, she wanted to get off of it, which is reasonable. Right. And so, um, anyways, I talked to my doctor about it and I was like, Hey, I feel more comfortable trying this out. Like what's the lowest dose? Like, how can I go about this? Because like I said, never putting any of this in my body. Was she just like totally shocked? (laughs) She was. She was like, oh, she's like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I was like, well, I was like, I have a little flare, but I'm like, it's not anything compared to anything I've experienced over the last Mm -hmm. five years. You know, it was literally nothing. Um, But I did get my blood, um, my blood checked when I um, was feeling that and my CRP was a little bit over normal. And so was my ESR. But those things had been in normal range for, you know, over the year. So I was kind of like, okay, the blood shows that I'm in a little bit of a flare. I feel the flare. So now Mm -hmm. if I, if I'm to take something, I'm really going to be able to know the difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, yes, like, you know, I'll prescribe this Plaquenil for you. Like, you know, just. Because, she's like, finally. Yeah, because she's a rheumatologist, right? Like her worst fear is like me getting joint damage, which mm-hmm. I've had x-rays on my hands uh, twice in the last five years, um, which are the areas that are most affected from my RA and I don't have any joint damage. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm actually getting an MRI two in two weeks on my right hand, which is my, the hand that gets most affected to see if there is anything happening, Uh, but it's not going to change. Anyways, it's not going to change what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. So anyways, guys, for the last two weeks, uh, I started on Plaquenil. Um, She started me at 200 milligrams, which I think normal people even get on like 400 milligrams, but I'm very tiny. I'm like 107 pounds. So I think it does go by your weight. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started with that. And the only thing that I've noticed in the beginning was that I was having some issues with blood sugar because it can cause problems with that. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm just super sensitive. Think about it. My body is so freaking clean. Like my body has been clean for five years. Mm -hmm. And honestly, besides the RA, I'm the healthiest that I've ever been in my entire life, which sounds it doesn't make any sense. I know. I say that all the time. And people are like, yeah, but if you have a chronic illness, I'm like, yeah, but I still am. I've never been this healthy, like yeah. inside and out. Oh my gosh. I'm like, my gums are healthy. Mm-hmm. My hair is healthy. Like my skin is healthy. Like, I mean, there's, you know, there's lots of different, you know, aspects of health that you can look at. Right. 
And so, yeah, I just was like, I just felt comfortable and I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. And like I said, the first week or so I was having troubles with blood sugar. So I did uh, reach out to my rheumatologist, which is something you have to do. Like you have Mm -hmm. to communicate with your rheumatologist. Like don't go on taking something where you're feeling out of it and you don't feel good. Like you can communicate to them and say like, hey, is there like an even lower dose that I can go on? Yeah. Yeah. So I did that and she was like, yeah, just cut your pill in half. So at this point, I'm only taking 100 milligrams Mm -hmm. and that took away pretty much all the side effects of the blood sugar that I was feeling. Um, And so, yeah, it's been two weeks start this week. um, I'm going on to my third week of taking it. And that's all I can really say right now. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It feels really crazy to say this. And guys, disclaimer, like, I don't plan to be on this forever. I really don't. I'm still Mm -hmm. working with my naturopathic doctor. So uh, she switched me into a different probiotic. She gave me um, a GI repair powder that I'm going to be now taking to help uh, build my gut, especially because, you know, now I am taking Plaquenil and that's, you know, Mm -hmm. an anti-malarial drug. So it is going to affect your gut. Mm -hmm. So I'm just doing both and we'll see what happens. It could be a year that I could be on it. It could be six months. It could be three months. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just seeing what happens, but ultimately I would like to just be without it but Mm -hmm. who knows what if I feel so good and have zero side effects I'm like okay maybe I just give myself a little mental break for a year Mm -hmm. or so and then come back and evaluate it yeah weren't you talking about someone uh was it like Gareth's aunt or someone that has been on it for like 40 years yes yes okay so this was Honestly, I think this was kind of like all these little weird things started to align in my head, I guess. Um, So we had visited his dad's side of the family, which we haven't seen forever because of the whole pandemic. And it was his aunt's wedding anniversary. And so we went over there and she was talking to me because she has RA and she's had it for like 40 years. And she's been on Plaquenil that long. Okay. She doesn't take any other drug for RA. And no offense, his family does not, I mean, they're like typical, like Hispanic diet, you know, mm. uh, like lard in the beans, and <laughs> like also, it's delicious, but don't get me wrong. But um, now I see how inflammatory that is. But anyways, you know, she's not like super conscious of her diet or anything. And she was showing me her hands and she has literally zero joint damage. And the most common side effect that people get scared of with Plaquenil is it can cause toxicity in your eyes where mm-hmm. like it can affect your vision. Yep. But it's actually a very small percentage relative to the people that take Plaquenil that can experience this. Mm-hmm. And to top it off, if you get your eye exams regularly, you can, you know, prevent and stop mm-hmm. whatever is happening and you can yep. immediately get off of it. So that kind of comforted me to know that she hasn't had any problems with her eyes or any side effects and she has zero joint damage. And she's like, that's so amazing. She's like almost, I think she's like 75. So I was like, okay, Erica, just try it. Just see what happens. If anything, it's an experiment on myself. And this is what my whole journey is about experimenting, finding what works, what, what works best for you. Right. Yeah, exactly. The sad part is, is that, you know, no matter how much people do, some people just can't be without any medication, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just the reality of it. Because I talked to so many 
clients on a varying scale of like, Mm -hmm. you know, but all of them, I would say, unfortunately, like end up doing, end up going back on some type of medication, you know, as much as they try, you know, and they, they could be working with a holistic doctor too. They're doing, going to a massage therapist, they're getting acupuncture, they're working with a herbalist, they're like trying to keep their mindset down. But at the end of the day, if it is becoming too overwhelming for you, once again, that stress of like balancing everything mm-hmm. can actually get in the way from you actually feeling better. So yeah, and we've talked about that on past episodes too. exactly what you're saying, Erica, about, you know, you really have to weigh your own options, look at your own life. And at the end of the day, you want quality of life. That mm-hmm. is what anyone wants. And also just because someone's getting on medication ju- doesn't mean that they have to just do that. And that's, yeah, that's, we, I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about, you know, eating, eating a clean diet and drinking enough water and moving your body every day is just as important, if not more when you're on medication so that you can like assist your body rather than, Oh, I'm on medication. I don't have to do any of that. Yep. Yep. And it's crazy because literally nothing is changing for me. Like I'm still Mm -hmm. like, everything is still exactly in place because it's my lifestyle now, you mm-hmm. know, I know how to eat for my body and it feels know, good. Yeah. I love what I do. It's not like I've been doing this all these years because I've been forced into it. Like I love what I do. I love like my mindset around everything. And here's the thing. If I would have started medications five years ago, right when I got diagnosed, I wouldn't have learned everything that I know now. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'm at such a calmer place in my life versus yes. back then. I was a stress cadet. I was so <laughs> like, seriously, I had so much anxiety about everything in life. And now I'm just calm. And I'm like, okay, Erica, like, don't overthink this. Just try it. Like, see what happens. Like if something bad happens and it doesn't agree with you, then you can get off of it. You know, because mm-hmm. the this thing is, I like I said, I wasn't in a position where I was like in bed and like bed bound. Like I was still even climbing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to see how this is actually going to affect my climbing more than anything. And honestly, that's why the biggest decision for me to try this out was because I wanted to see how it would affect my climbing. Like if I can start climbing like way harder because, you know, I don't have that five percent of little you know whatever's going on in my wrist or my fingers that could possibly improve that so guys this is where i'm at i don't have much more to say other than that i hope that kind of clarifies it and as we record more episodes obviously i want to give you guys more updates on what's happening with that if you have any questions or you know you have any feedback or like you've been on it and you want to share something with me go ahead and direct message me or like send me an email because i'd love to hear from you guys Yeah, I think it's really important to open up the conversation about medication. I wanted to touch on something that you said about um, Plaquenil affecting your eyes. So I was on Plaquenil or hydroxychloroquine, which is the um, kind of generic name of the medication. And I actually was on a really high dose. So Erica was just saying that she is now taking half of a, a little tablet, which is 100 milligrams. I was taking 400 milligrams a day when I was first diagnosed. And we actually were talking about this a little bit before we started recording about the fact that like I was in a really, really bad state when I was first diagnosed. I was on bed rest. I couldn't walk. Like I couldn't feel from my knees down. My wrists were super swollen. And 
So I think that if I did have side effects, it it didn't matter because I already was so unhealthy and unhealthy in every way, pretty much like mind, body, physically, like everything. (laughs) And so I probably, I might've had side effects and I don't really know because I wasn't tuned into my body yet. And I think that that's why it's so cool that you're doing it now that you are tuned into your body. It sounds weird though, right? It sounds like the opposite. It's probably like to some people like, well, why would you do it now if your body's so clean? But like, think about it what you just said Mm -hmm. you were in such a bad state that you had to be on such a high dose right Mm -hmm. like I'm thinking you know I already had a very small amount considering you know of inflammation considering how most people Mm -hmm. have you know their inflammatory markers and what they deal with and what their joints look like so I'm like okay maybe my body is going to be super receptive to this very small amount of it which I really kind of feel like and I don't know if this is like a placebo effect or something or my flare is just kind of naturally going down on by itself but I already can feel the difference because the last time I climbed which was like three days ago I felt stronger like I don't know I felt like my fingers felt like a lot better and I didn't Mm -hmm. have anything weird happen after Mm -hmm. like where I'm like ooh, like my wrist or like oh I can't like yeah no just something weird that happens like almost every time I climb where I'm like "Mm." but it's not like crazy though like I'm like I'm not saying I've I've been like, ah, like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, like it's just because I'm so in tune and I'm so observant of my body and I know what is a normal feeling and what is not a normal feeling. And that's why I feel like it's so important. Yeah. So when I was on that high of a dose, I mean, I wasn't in tune with my body. So I am really excited to hear what the rest of your journey with this drug is going to be like. But also another thing that I wanted to touch on is because I was on such a high dose, I was, I mean, I've always been pretty diligent about getting my eyes checked every year, like just, I don't know, to be healthy and to get contacts and like, you know, you got to get the contact exam every year. And so I actually went to this ophthalmologist and he was like sitting there doing equations. I don't know if I've talked about this whole story on um, our podcast before. Cause no, I know I've you like, told me. Yeah. You okay. Told me. I know I've talked about it here and there, but I don't know if I've ever said like the whole story. So I'm going to say it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he, the ophthalmologist was like, wait a second, you're on Plaquenil. Okay. How high of a dose are you on? And I told him, and he's sitting there with pen and paper, like <laughs> doing this equation over and over. And he looks so stumped for like 10 minutes straight. And I'm just sitting there in the like chair in the dark room with like, you know, the ophthalmologist room, like the dark room with like the one light with the (laughs) little like vision chart on the mirror, like, (laughs) and I'm sitting there. I'm like, what is going on? And finally he was like, you're on. And he was like, wait, and how much do you weigh? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you're on way too high of a dose for your weight. So that's something to just make sure and like, look out for, I don't know exactly like what it is, but, um, make sure that your doctor knows exactly how much you weigh and that you're not getting put on too much. Cause it was two years that I was on a really high dose and the higher dose you're on, the more risk you're at for it really affecting your eyes. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's the macula that it can affect. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Okay, girl, <laughs> but, girl, you went to school for this kind of stuff. Right? <laughs> I took and, anatomy like seven years ago. So I don't know. I don't oh girl, remember. I took anatomy longer than that ago. <laughs> you took, think I know something? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I took anatomy oh, um, yeah, in 2007. Yeah. When I was in community college, I took it. Girl, I 2007 know. was like 14 years ago. Oh my dear, what am I saying? Oh my God, time just, okay, that just put perspective. Like I'm so my sorry, age. but. That, that just put 
literally, that was like what? Because I, I, uh, I got out of high school in 2006 and then started community college in 2007. Yeah. So, oh my God. Okay. That's yeah, so funny. So I took my me. grad school anatomy. This is like such a side note, but I, yeah. yeah, I took grad school anatomy in, I think, 2014. Like, yeah, I was in it like seven, eight years ago. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Seven years ago. So, um, yeah. So he was like doing all these equations. He was like, you're on way too high of a dose. The ophthalmologist ended up calling my rheumatologist and being like, you need to put her on a lower dose. This is threatening to her eyes. And I was like, first of all, super thankful that he even was that diligent. Cause a lot of ophthalmologists would just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the good thing is just make sure, first of all, that you're very transparent with any healthcare provider that you see, because it's important. Because if I would have said, oh, no, I'm not on any medication yeah. or like forgot to fill that in on the form or something like he wouldn't have known. And I wouldn't have like I would have been on this dose for yep. that long. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So she ended up um, lowering the dose and putting me on a little bit less, not much less. Honestly, I was still on um, 200 milligrams every morning and then another 200 milligrams uh, four nights a week. Mm. So like only 600 milligrams less per week. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, I was on that for a few, maybe, I don't know, like six months, seven months. And I was like, mm. I mean, I'm still feeling the same and I'm on less. So let me just try taking one less pill a week. Yeah. So then I, I was starting, I started at like 11 pills a week. And then I was down to like, well, I very first started at 14 pills a week. And then I was down to like oh 11. My gosh. And I'm then like, I, oh, I'm like, I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> how I felt the first like four or five days of just being on the 200 milligram. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, woo, like this is too freaking strong. And like, remember I texted you or whatever. I'm like, it hit me. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, girl, cause you had been on like 400 milligrams. But I think uh, seriously, I really think it comes down to like, I am so sensitive. Like if I take one, a leave, I almost feel like I'm slightly high. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> like my body. So like, yeah. 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 It was a, it was, um, a lot to be on. And like I said, I didn't really think a whole lot of it. Cause I was just trying to feel better yeah. and I was feeling better on it. But then my whole thing ever since I very first started was like, I don't want to be on this forever, even though I know yeah. it's quote unquote safe to be, yeah. I didn't want to. And so I, yeah. I jumped into holistic healing as soon as I was diagnosed as well, mm-hmm. just with medication. So that's why yeah. I'm so adamant about like, do everything. Don't just do medication or just yeah. treat holistically. I love how we have, I I just want to say really quick, I love how we kind of had opposite approaches. (laughs) Like we literally like did it kind of opposite, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I don't, everything's all about timing. Like Mm -hmm. literally everything's all about timing. In everyone's own time. Yeah, exactly. And just because you do start off holistically and then go on, try meds or you try meds and then go holistically, it doesn't matter as long as you are finding what is working for yourself, you know, like, and the thing is like, I talked to you about this, like what, like, I don't know if time goes by quick. What are we on Tuesday? I don't know. We talked like at the end of last week Mm -hmm. and, you know, once again, we start like seeing all this stuff about holistic versus medications. Mm -hmm. Like, and Rachel and I are just like scratching our heads because we're like, um, first of all, there's very few people that are completely on zero medications for rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. And second of all, I don't really know those people that are quote unquote like shaming people, people. Or making yeah. people like shaming people. I'm like, who is that? Because who would ever do that? If anything, I know that the people that have found holistic ways 
to, you know, improve their quality of life. They're just excited about that. Mm -hmm. And they want to share that with people because they genuinely know how much it's helped them. Yes. So I would say it would be extremely rare for someone to come from a hateful spot of be like, like, what is it to that person? If someone else is on medications, like I would never Mm -hmm. be mad at anyone. You know, like I said, all my clients are on medication. What am I going to be? Oh, I'm not going to work with you. It's yeah, like, no, exactly. the reason why I'm working with you is that so hopefully one day, maybe you can wean down. If you know, that's your or, goal. Yes, yeah. If that's your goal. Right. And so it's like, I th- it just makes no sense to me because mm-hmm. here I am a person with an account name healing arthritis holistically, <laughs> who has been doing this for five years and, you know, spending so much of my time and energy sharing this powerful message about food, lifestyle, and, you know, mindset and all these things. And here I am taking the leap to take medication, right? Mm -hmm. To see how this is going to possibly positively impact me, or maybe it goes opposite. I don't know, but I'm doing this because one, I owe it to myself to just try it just to see, because it's just crazy that I haven't done that. Mm -hmm. And then two, I want to be that for that person who is trying it holistically and they're trying everything in their absolute power and yet they still don't feel good. And I don't want them to suffer and and feel guilty that they have to take something for themselves. So that's why I'm doing that. And this is why I'm sharing this. So (laughs) our message stays the same. Yeah, Yeah, nothing nothing changes. changes. And that's the thing. I just got shivers. I love it. Um, (laughs) No, I think it's really important. And I wanted to also point out the fact that, yes, since then I weaned off. So once I was down to 10 pills a week, I just kept weaning myself off from there. And I would do literally one less pill. Like maybe I, I weaned off very slowly. So I would do like one less pill per week, like, like every month. Mm-hmm. Like I really gave myself a long time to adjust, which I'm yeah. so happy I did. And that being said, I was still getting delivered the medications because wow, a whole other story about why I started getting my medications delivered. We can talk about that another time. Yeah. We need to remember yeah. that, put a pin in that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like a really horrible story, but so I started getting my medications delivered to me and they kept sending it at that, at that full dose of when I was oh, taking yeah. two per day. Yeah. And so I was still getting these like 60 pills per month for like three months. So I have like a stock of medication oh, yeah. in my drawer still. So there's definitely times like you've talked about before, how you like look at the self salazine and you're yeah. like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. one of these days. I mean, I definitely on my more flared up days, I look at it and I'm like, oh my gosh. But the thing about hydroxychloroquine is that it builds up in your system. And so it takes three to six weeks for you to really see the results. So to me, it's like, yeah, yeah, I could start taking it when I'm in a flare, but by the time it starts working, I might be out of the flare and, you know, but I still have it there and I can totally understand like it just because I'm able right now to heal holistically doesn't mean that a, I will never go on medication Mm -hmm. B doesn't mean that I look down on anyone and C doesn't mean that like, I never think about it. I do yeah. think about it honestly all the time. And I just have to like give you kudos, Erica. Cause I remember when you called me the day that you decided yeah, to get, I to get it filled. And I mean, but that uh, you called me and you were just talking earlier about like having this like sense of peace. Like you really did. Like yeah. you called me and you yeah. were like, you know what? Like I'm doing it. And you didn't sound scared. Of course it's like yeah. a new thing. So it is a little bit scary, but you didn't sound like fearful or like yeah. disappointed or anything. Yeah. You're just like, I mean, I'm doing it. Like yeah. it just, it's time. Yeah. It, and I felt like, I'm not going to lie when I 
seriously, like it took me about 10 minutes. Okay. Maybe not 10 minutes, but it was about five minutes and I'm sitting at the counter, you know, cause I decided that I was going to take it at night. So if I did feel anything weird, it would just be in my system all night, you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to take it in the day with a client and then have anxiety and feel mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> so I was like, okay, here's my strategy. I'm going to take it before bed. And then I don't have to think about it when I'm sleeping. Right. And so um, I remember I was like standing there with my husband at our counter in the kitchen and I had it in my hand and he's like, come on, babe. He's like, you got this. He's like, you're in such a better, better, like mental space nowadays. And he's like, you know, what if this is the thing that could really help you? And he's like, you don't know until you try it. He's mm-hmm. like, he always just tells me, he's like, he's like, what would Eckhart do? Uh, <laughs> and literally, like, seriously, like, I it love really, that. It, it really does snap me back out of that. Mm-hmm. And remember to be like, Erica, don't think about, oh my God, you're going to be on it for this long. Or what is it going to take to wean off? Or what are the side effects going to look like down the road? Literally just being like one pill at a time. Mm-hmm. one day at a time. And if I feel something, I can assess it at that point, you know, and make the so changes true. that I need to make. So if you're listening and you know, you're scared and whatnot, you just really have to like come to a pl- place of acceptance. And for me, I was in that place of acceptance where I'm like, all right, I'm already, I'm ready to accept this as part of my journey, mm-hmm. not, not as accept that. that I need to be on it for the rest of my life but accept that that's part of my story and yeah. that that's part of my story that can p- hopefully potentially help someone else that needs to hear this. I so that's kind that. of how I took that. And so I think that's what gave me that calm feeling, you know, mixed with, of course, my husband who kind of coached <laughs> me through that moment. But once I took it, I was like, the, the relief, it was like a relief. It's like everything went away. And I was like, okay, I did it. Like, oh my gosh, like one at a time. Yeah. One at a time. All those years of five years of like building this thing up in my head going, oh my God, it's the monster. It's this and that. And I was just like, what if this just, I put it in my, okay, look at, I put it in my uh, supplement box. Right. So I don't have it in the bottle. Mm-hmm. This is another trick. That's what I used look to at, do too. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I, I put it in my supplement thing and I just took it with my normal supplements yep. that I take at night with like mm-hmm. my probiotic and uh, these plant sterols that my naturopathic doctor has me on. And so I just do it like that. And yep. that's taken a lot of the fear around it. Cause I'm like, you know what? This is just another anti-inflammatory yes. thing that I'm putting in my system. That's a really good point. I did that from the very beginning too, because like I said, I started on natural supplements right away. So from the beginning, I was on flaxseed oil, um, turmeric and vitamin yep. D three, which I'm still on to this yep. day. Me and too. I just popped it in my little pill box with the uh, medication. I didn't keep my medication like pill bottle out. I think that's a really, really good tip because yep. it doesn't even, it even just seeing that bottle, yep. and the it can side trigger effects. so much. Yep. I, I actually keep the bottle. So at the beginning of the week, when I fill up my supplement box, mm-hmm. I like put the bottle like totally away where I can't see it mm-hmm. anywhere because if I see it and I see that little, like mm-hmm. may cause this may cause that, like I can get in your head big time for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Well, thanks for sharing all that. I'm so proud of you, first of all, for being able to talk about it so openly. And I know that it's going to help so many people. And um, yeah, if anyone has questions about Plaquenil, now Erica can answer her new journey with it. I'm happy to answer questions as well. I was on Mm -hmm. it for three and a half years um, and weaned off of it. So yeah. And we would love to hear your experiences too, with any sort of medication. Um, obviously, you know, we're not doctors, but we've yeah. experienced it and are yeah. experiencing Erica's. So, yeah. well, thank you guys for joining us in this conversation today. Uh, I felt very, uh, nervous to kind of share this, but also very excited because I'm here to speak my truth and we're here to be honest with you guys. And we're here to keep it real And this is, you know, us sharing our journeys and hopefully it'll be able to inspire someone else and to help someone else in their life. So thank you guys so much. We really appreciate this community that we've built. And I really feel like I have this safe place to be myself and that I know people will appreciate that. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I just got chills while you were saying that because it's so true. I feel so humbled and proud that we have such a hand in creating a safe space in the autoimmune community. I'm really proud of us and I'm proud of all of the people that are along on this journey with us. So you guys, you have to buckle up for next episode because we are getting real juicy in here. You (laughs) cannot miss this episode because like Erica said, we're here to share our journey and some parts of the journey get, you know, a little bit more personal and we are going all in. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our Autoimmune and You podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. We really appreciate every bit of support. Sharing is caring. Every like, subscribe, and share that we get helps us get our message out to more people. Okay. 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 I'm going to start off because I'm just in the vibes. Okay, go. And girl, we have like barely any edits because that conversation ran so freaking smoothly. That's what I'm gonna say. Bitch, buckle up. Okay, it's getting real. We're gonna let loose.